0: Dude, so even in this economy, I have tickets to go see Motley Crue next weekend, or this coming weekend, actually, in Cleveland, Ohio, with our boy Luke Lloyd. Luke Lloyd, you mean the the stand-in stand-in yes, for me? like your backup, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. So, I'm gonna go see Motley Crue. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good backup, oh Yeah, I'll he's
0: a, it's a pretty stellar backup. I mean, you know, it's not the same without Tom Brady, aka James Goldwater, but, you know. But well, you can still it, win a
1: Super Bowl with that team, let's put it that exactly. way. Exactly, I mean, Nick, um, Nick Foles won
0: a Super Bowl, but yeah, we're gonna go see Motley Crue, Van Halen nice. cover band the next day, and then the day after that, we're gonna go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum. So, it's just gonna be like a heaven nice. on earth weekend for me.
1: Oh, dude, well, that's. I mean, that is great news. <laughs>
0: Did you know that over $5 trillion exchanges hands on a daily basis? That's an average of over $220 billion an hour. Now how does this much money move every single day and why does it move the way it does? Here on Drunkenomics, two bartenders who also happen to be students at the University of Nebraska Graduate School of Business are gonna sit down and drink to the global economy and try and translate it into English. So sit back, relax, put yourself a stiff one, and have a drink with us to the comedy that is the global economy. And welcome back to yet another presentation of Drunkenomics. This is a drinking podcast with an economics problem. And yeah. so proudly, I want to welcome you all back as the more gracious as this week. But only on the condition that I made a bet with you last week. James, did? that the VIX was going to go under 25 sometime in the month of July. And it just, it did it so fast and it popped right back up so fast. But no, you're a man of your word. I'm more gracious this week and I'm really happy about it. I don't know why I am. I just am happy about it. And uh, that makes me, Aaron Wong, doing it alongside. Uh, my favorite less gracious host. Uh, Absolutely. What, uh, what was your name again? It, uh, it, feels, it, it feels
1: weird to say this, but James Goldwater, less gracious host. I know. It, it I should not it's, feel weird
0: for you to say that, but it just, you know. But even, it does. It's been so long. Markets, it's in like, tumultuous it, You know, it's like, you know, like
1: when you find, you know, when you find that, like, that hoodie that you've been looking for, that, you, that yeah. the comfortable one, and you're like. You finally find it. You're like, oh yeah, hey, and you put it back on. You're like, oh wow, yeah, this is yeah. A good it's one. like, oh,
0: it's is so smooth and comfortable. It's like a blanket, It's mm-hmm, like hugging exactly. me exactly. Like, that's yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm experiencing oh, right now. It's beautiful. So you're
0: putting on a hoodie that doesn't have that itch right there in the back of the neck. That kind of like that. No,
1: I'm putting on the one with that with yeah. that really sweet Drunkenomics logo on the front. Yeah, and that really. And that really nice, soft, like right right on the back of my neck. It's beautiful. Yeah,
0: nice. And speaking of which, um, you know, want to give a quick shout out to our social media, which is at Drunkonomical, D-R-U-N-K, D-R-U-N-K-E-N-O-M-I-C-A-L. That was pretty bad. D-R-U-N-K-E-N-O-M-I-C-A-L. That, wow, gosh, what is happening? I think you should, you should be more I, gracious. I and mean, this is ridiculous. No, but no, good, no. Good, no. Good. I should
1: be less gracious. That's where I'm most comfortable. Well, I think I like, me, that's <laughs> why you nailed it.
0: But yeah, that's us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, we have, some, we have some witty tweets about the markets, market commentary, memes. I don't know. What, what else do you post about? Liquor? We drink it. <laughs> we, we drink a lot of whiskey. We do. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, right now it's just too hot for whiskey. I mean, it's not that... It's, it's never too hot it's for whiskey, warm. but it's 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 you know, definitely warm. Yeah, I'll beer, be honest. Beer I'm, is I'm, so much I'm, more refreshing right now. It's like you know.
1: Uh, for me it's rum and coke. You gotta you gotta go with rum and coke. Nice, a solid choice, man. Absolutely. Yeah, but um, beer for me this is a Cuba week. Libre with a little bit of lime later. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to show off whatever
0: you're drinking with us, uh, you can do so. If you find the link to our Discord, which is on our social media, Uh, it's free to our
1: Twitter, our Metaverse, our Instagram, our Facebook, all of it. Yeah, it's free to all and cheap to some.
0: Well, it depends if you're following our non-financial advice, because you know I threw some stuff in there. I I I just wanted to let everybody know that I was placing a trade, just like a temporary bearish trade, just because I think you know I see some weakness in the market. So I I told everybody I bought a QQQ put. Let's see what happens. I think because I bought it, the market will call a bottom just Ob- you me. know, and here's the but, thing.
1: I'll optimistically side with your put Thank and you say everything I've seen in the news from last week till now, I haven't seen anything that fills me with any kind of confidence right, that's why um, you better drink
0: that rum and Coke because that'll fill you with some confidence, but uh absolutely speaking of uh um, ugh, I mean what a what an eventful weekend Jesus, oh yeah. my God, so, it was
1: bad like it was. Like, all right, let's just, let's get the, let's get the one that's quick. And, it's I mean, I shouldn't say it's quick. Let's well, it's non
0: far payrolls. Is that what you want to talk about first? Let's just get that out of the way real quick. Yeah.
1: Let's, let's get, okay, let's get the good news out of the way so we can go to the other news because like, because there's no point <laughs> okay. in trying to be optimistic yeah. after, after that.
0: Well, you know? yeah, but I mean, the good news could lead to bad news because essentially, okay, so it's non far payrolls, which is a pretty big economic event. Absolutely. Huge indicator. It happened right after the job. The job openings, the jolts report, job openings, labor turnover survey. Uh, what's the difference between the jolts and non farm payrolls?
1: So, non payrolls, so it's actually, so there's job openings, which tells you how many people are leaving jobs versus a job report, which shows, that, which, which is essentially showing you the number of new payrolls, yeah. essentially, or the number mm-hmm. or the amount of payrolls. So, it's as long as you see an increase on one, what, what that tells me or kind of tells you is that when people, the jolt, people are leaving a job yeah. to go to a different job. So, it's not like they're just leaving. They're gotcha. not leaving the economy. They're going to work somewhere else. Cool. So if you see like the JOLTS yeah. numbers going up, but you see your jobs, your, your non-farm payrolls increasing As fat, well, faster, yeah. that tells you that, okay, people are leaving to different jobs. One would assume that they're better paying, right? So right. it's that good news. It's 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 When you see that same direction between the two of them, you can assume that there's some sort of yeah, well, that positive mean, correlation. You assume a, that a good thing is occurring yeah, right? or, I mean, or that it isn't bad news. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's narrowing,
0: right? Which is good. It's good and it's bad because it's, you know, job openings are going down. But at the same time, it's like we're getting closer to an equilibrium, which, like you know what I mean, like a Mar- one-to-one. Markets like equilibrium. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Like a one-to-one, one job opening for every available worker or, or every unemployed person that's in, involved in the workforce participation. So that's good, uh, like it, even though it really is a sign of tightening. But jobs report showing that uh, there was an increase of non-farm payrolls. So basically, more people getting hired, more people finding a job. The more more uh, people getting and paid. More people getting and, and, there, and, Yeah. And-
1: not by an insubstantial margin either. No, yeah. I mean,
0: I mean it's three hundred seventy-two thousand, ne- which, which is put it in perspective. I mean, the expectation was two hundred seventy-five thousand. So, yeah, you know, so beat almost 100- it by
1: ninety-seven thousand, a hundred thousand employees yeah. essentially. Yeah, that's, exactly. I mean, that's
0: huge. And the reason why it was expected so low is because there were two revisions.
1: Yeah, the previous two so, months had been revised yeah. down by seventy-four thousand jobs. Yeah, but they, but, but to be fair, like even but though they were revised heat. down. They yeah. still beat the original expectation, right? So it's exactly. like, it's hey, we've actually gone back and we've revised your swim time or your run time because... The official clock wasn't the one we were looking at. It's, yeah, it's you. You ran slower than we thought you were going to run or you ran slower than we originally said you ran, but still faster than you were expected to. Yeah, exactly. Right? So like it's that yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean,
0: I, I ran track back in the day. I mean, and a lot of high school track meets, you know, guess who's there at the end of the at the finish line? It's not a laser. It's a, it's someone holding a stopwatch, right? Someone so. holding a
1: watch and then running and then running right. out and putting... And like handing you something to hold on to and putting you in line so that as you yeah. come out, they can associate you with the, the right person with the right time.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if they said, oh, wait, the stopwatch wasn't working and I pressed it, you know, half a second too late, that could really affect your time. Um, yeah. You know, especially not like your, when not you tra- your place,
1: but your time. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Especially when you're trying to like get recruited to Run at the next level or something like that yeah that could be huge so in this case yeah they they revised it because they're like wow the economy is really tightening qt which is really going to kick up in september
1: absolutely it has been and
0: and qt started last month it seems like it hasn't really done anything but and
1: based on and based but based let's put this way based on the jobs reports we're seeing uh they can afford to kick it up and they can afford to kick it up in september it's there's an i don't see a
0: reason not to that's the thing about the jobs report, is it's basically showing the economy is strong, the labor market is strong, and it's, labor force participation is going
1: up, yeah. so. So the economy like, is still strengthening. Um, so despite that, enough, I know that, yeah. that even with the, that that amazing jobs report coming out, we still saw markets open down. There's a really simple explanation for that. Well, that was today, That I mean, Friday, Thursday, Thursday and Friday Friday Friday. Is the end. We, last week we ended up.
0: Yeah, it was bound to happen. Yeah, I, um, I think Friday might have been flat.
1: It was pretty uh,
0: flat in the end. Friday was pure consolidation, it seems like. Yeah, and, yeah, but but the jolts report, uh, not the Joel, excuse me, the non farm payrolls came out on Thursday. So, oh no, it
1: came out Friday. Think about Friday. Yeah, oh, that, was, uh, last, uh, that was last week
0: was such, it such a short week. God, but, yeah, yeah.
1: No, trust me, we'll get to the other stuff from last week anyway, mm-hmm. uh, in just a second, But, right. but we're seeing that markets yeah. open down. Um, after that, yeah, what, what most people would say is economically very good news. Um, Here's the reason that often when you see really strong hiring, you see other, you see, you see downward trends in markets. And it's basically because most investors look at companies and they see, they don't view employees as assets. They view them as liabilities or essentially they have to get paid expenses. So when they see that, they see them as expenses. So when you see, oh, uh, they're they're hiring more employees, what they, what what most investors look at and they see is they go, oh, profits are going to be down this next Possibly. period. yeah. Well, so, it depends
0: on the production as well. But well, a lot exactly. of times, new hires, I mean, in your first six months, if
1: you're making, if you're- Aren't particularly productive. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's training. Not, and, yeah, you don't contribute a whole lot to the overall right. production and the overall quality. Yeah. So, so it's this idea that you see like, in, you look at a company, you see expenses going up and you go, well, it's not gonna be as profitable. So if I bought this yeah. based on a previous level of profitability, we're not gonna see that. I expect the price mm-hmm. to go down. So they sell at what they see then as a high.
0: Yeah, um, or it's only gonna go lower. But yeah, I mean, I think the summary really it's just, why not 100 basis points in July? I'm, abs-
1: I'm absolutely agree with that. I don't, it's, I don't they're see not they not going to... to. I mean, based on no, those comments, no, I don't think- No, they're saying 50 you know. to 75. So at this point, I think we can pretty confidently say it's going to be 75 basis points. Yeah. We, um, we did also see news, what is it, Brainerd said that they need to, uh, that, that cryptocurrency needs to be regulated before it actually causes damage to the economy. I, I agree. We'll see, I we'll agree. see what but people I just, say. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I mean, that, and I just want to table that right there just because, I mean, it's been a tumultuous week for crypto as well, but- there's just so much oh. other stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, what do you think is going to happen? Um, yeah.
1: So let's move on to real. But e- so let's talk about real economic things. Well, and should we answer? Real. <laughs> should we answer some questions first? Yeah, we or? should. Let's let's answer the questions. Uh, I think okay, we're. I think so, these are kind yeah. of good mood okay, questions. Okay, well, 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 maybe yeah. not good mood questions. But yeah, no. I mean, we
0: gotta go, we gotta go quick. So uh, one, um, Synthesis Bureau once again. What's up, man? How's it been? How- how you been? Yeah. What a question. Any good advice for how you afford a house with a, yeah, with um, a shitty
1: salary? Um, it, yeah. All, <laughs> all right. right. I mean, I, I like on a serious I don't note, own a
0: house. So, but yeah, I mean, well, on a
1: serious note, I can tell you that there's, there's a few, uh, there's a few factors and it's kind of, uh, you have to, you do have to come up with essentially the amount of money that you, you do earn because that's kind of critical. So you have to have a number yeah. in mind. You have to know how then based on that, how much you can afford. Other, a lot of other things come into play. So if you've done, if you've been banking with the same institution for a long time, you've been working at the same place for a long time and you have full time work. That mm-hmm. tends to look better when you go to apply for credit with the institution in question. Yeah. And a lot of um, times, if you have like a, I don't know if there's like a co signer. Like, yeah, that's another big one is that, yeah. is that if you can get someone to, to kind of guarantee your debt. Yeah. Um, or if you have, helps.
0: yeah. Or if you have like a company 401k or something like that, or an IRA, yeah. you can say, hey, uh, you can, this can be a loan collateral or something like that. I can sometimes put retirement um, as collateral against yeah. it, which is.
1: These are riskier yeah. options, and in, in, in that yeah, specific it's case, not ideal, having, it, having no. said that, when you don't have a whole lot of collateral to play with, anything to do with buying pro- buying real estate is is risky. So yeah. that's the thing. Um, but if you can, yeah, the in next this thing market, is, yeah. is you're is you're probably going to have to really lower your lower your expectations on what you're buying. Yeah. I think I think there are going to be some like there are some serious things where you, you're going to have to lay aside. Uh, a uh, not in substantial yeah. percentage of the of, of cash to buy. Um if for no other reason then you have then you're gonna have closing costs and other things that are gonna be expensive. Yeah. I mean it's
0: it's um, an unorthodox market. It's not gonna be like this forever. At least I hope no not, my, I'm if, I i want to buy if, a house if, one day too. You if know if I
1: were to make a guess, I would say that and we're starting to see it based on some indications. We're seeing houses coming off the market. People don't aren't aren't willing to sell them. We're seeing people backing out of sales because they've looked at the mm-hmm. prevailing conditions and they've gone. Actually, I don't see the ability to. Which again, people are looking at this like an investment, not like a, a house to live in. Yeah, not so like actually, a long term like, yeah. consumable. Or durable good, they're looking at it in a different fashion. So they're saying, I don't see how if I could sell this in the future for profit. Totally ignore that they're going to be living in it for a long time. Yeah. The sunk
0: cost of that, and, and the utility, um, like the utility of living in a house too. Absolutely, you know? it's, absolutely. It's and, and the building, yeah. and the
1: building of equity while you're at it, and credit while you're at it. Yeah. What I would say is this: uh, if you, I would set aside money that you can afford to set aside for the next two to three years, because my guess is at some point in the next three years. We should see, it won't be a collapse like 2008, but we'll see, mm-hmm. I have to imagine we'll see real estate, specifically housing prices, come back to a much more reasonable price level. I hope be- so, yeah. below, Substantially below what we're currently seeing, right? So I, th- I think yeah. we're going to, I think you're going to see a lot of pressure on the housing market in terms, from multiple perspectives, just to say there is a lot. Hmm. New housing being built. Well, the I prices mean, the prices people are asking now cannot be current cannot be sustained in a higher interest rate market. And so exactly. you're gonna see well,
0: and that's why home builder, home builder sentiment is going down. But I think eventually mm-hmm. with new listings, I think home builder sentiment will go back up at some point. Yeah. Hopefully commodity I mean, prices yeah. will cool off. And exactly. And so and so I think, yeah. you
1: know, if you- Buying right now? Absolutely. I don't, I don't see it. To be fair, realistic, realistically, I don't see a way you could in the next two or three years. If you're, if you're able to set aside some cash, you could show up at, you know, talk to your bank, talk to a banker at your bank, and then you can yeah. show up with some cash. You can show up with a, a little, say, look, this is what I can do. And if you have proof, if you can prove, you know, like, and, and this is one of those things that I really hate about when you're trying to buy a house, if you try to prove like, well, I've paid $1,200 in rent every month on time for the last four years, how is that not indicative of the fact that I can afford a $700 mortgage? Right. Because exactly. it, it should be, but for whatever reason, they don't want that. And it, there's multiple reasons behind it. That all, yeah, it's yeah, no. just but but, but it's a $300,000 loan yeah. a lot
0: of times. Right. So it, it yeah, makes that's the big for, thing for, from a risk assessment perspective on their end, that's, yeah. that's how they look at it. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough, you know, like you know, I empathize with you because I, like I've been wanting to buy a house for forever too, but it's, you know, now it's just outpaced my current economic. Yeah. Economic, yeah so, the ability
1: to earn it's, it's, yeah. Now is not a great time to buy a house. Yeah. If it's also because I
0: just, I spend too much money on Glenlivet at 14. That's been aged in that. I'm well, glad one carol. of us gets
1: to drink that.
0: <laughs> well, it's about why I don't own a house. I mean, <laughs> oh, I got other, I got other problems, but uh, yeah, I mean, moving on to our next question from Buffalo, dude. Yes. That's a great scotch. Love it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for drinking along with us. I'll answer your question about the blue collar trade job another time, but I I'll, I'll love the question about the, the you know every you know every ten years has been a pretty much a recession. Yeah. So he basically asked, I think COVID delayed our recession. What do you think? Personally, I don't think it did. I think COVID really gave us a quick recession. It gave us a recession that we've been waiting for for a long time. But government involvement brought it back up to new heights. And I think. You know, if we see two recessions in two years,
1: yeah, it's because. Uh, so uh, of- yeah, uh, did did COVID delay a recession? No, I think it. I think it gave Aaron us one. Were, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's it brought on like a a snap recession. I think is the is yeah. the term Aaron Aaron and I were using earlier when we were mm-hmm. talking. Kind of, it's um, is that we both were when we were talking in 2018. We were looking at and 2019. We were looking at prevailing economic conditions, prevailing economic sentiment, and and, and we both kind of came to the conclusion that. A lot of the, th- a lot of stuff doesn't making sense is that a lot yeah. of things were starting to, it, you know, if you, and if you looked at uh, the Fed, pol- Fed policy, if you looked at Especially, the way markets yeah. were reacting to any kind of change, any, any kind of slowing of the expansionist monetary policy that the Fed was enacting, markets cratered and just, just yeah. couldn't sustain themselves. And, and so to me, that says that like, there, there were a lot, there were a lot of reasons we thought that. There was going to be a recession sometime in 2020. Yeah. To be honest, neither one of us guessed that COVID, ever, yeah. Until, well, until, until, December, until, until January of 2020, actually. Well, Around January I mean, of 2020, we went, ah, that's, it's actually
0: going to be that. Honestly, it was more like November of 2019 because we said, okay, if COVID does make it to the States, that's global. that's a global recession. I mean, I was smoking a cigar with you. I remember that. Like, I think in, know, in like, November. We, in like, November, hey.
1: we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be Beijing and uh, over-involving itself in Hong Kong in a stupid way. No, no, no.
0: no. We thought well, it, there was, it was, actually, it, was Dece- it was in December. It was in December
1: when we started to see the news. It was December we started to see the news of. COVID, we, that we were like we had
0: heard about. No, but we had heard about it in November. I think I'm pretty sure. Maybe huh. it was. I mean, maybe when we were smoking that cigar together, like it could have been December. But, I, like, but, but
1: but here's the thing: is yeah. is the the issues that. Covid revealed and caused many of which have not been solved have been dealt with right. through um, this government, government intervention yeah. and government policy. And now, as the government re- removes itself, it, a lot of that was it, it yeah. as a con- as a former concrete guy, you'll appreciate this. It paved over all the rot and all the nice. other problems, but um, yeah. it continues to rot. Like those those issues so, remain. And so um, now you have gaps in your concrete. You know, and then, and so you know, that's where I think like, we're going to start to see things settle. And so it's and is. So, so the problems that existed pre-COVID are still there, and so those problems are going to keep festering. You're going to continue to have an issue. Right. Um, So, yeah. So, I think those the problems that were going to cause it any uh, recession anyway are still there, and. and are, go- are continuing to gonna cause a recession. Yeah, but if you think about it, like, it th- but there was a recovery because- Oh yeah, it's hard not to be when there's that much free money. Yeah, a year ago, the
0: economy was actually relatively strong if you look at it. I mean, granted labor, labor participation, all kinds of, that was very weak. There, there were still some gaps, like I said, or <laughs> like you said. But, Problems. Yeah. You know, but it was relatively strong. People were coming back to work. I mean, the markets were taking off. Everything seemed good. Rever- earnings revisions were up through the roof. I mean, record highs, everything. Record high profits for a bunch of different companies, but little companies were left behind. So that's where we had that wage inflation. And then, you know, now we have this current problem, which I think, if you really want to know, I think personally 2020 COVID lows, that could be where the market goes. Because I think the markets were going to go to COVID lows. I think it was going to do that slowly whether or not the government interfered, whether or not COVID was even a thing. Yeah, with COVID, um, I, don't the, think,
1: I don't think we don't end up at those levels, yeah, I agree
0: with you. Yeah, but I think COVID just, you know, it brought us to our 2020 lows like that. And then, you know, we recovered in the, in the manner in which we did, which was government interference, government intervention, however you want to look at it. And I think if we go back down to 2020 COVID lows, maybe not even that low, but if we go back down around that area, I think we're, it, it just it wouldn't surprise me. I don't want it to happen. I'm long the markets, personally. So am I? Yeah. I got a timeline, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, I'd yeah. Lo- and I'd love to be able to yeah. buy
1: in at a discount to be fair. Yeah, so
0: yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, that's that's my quick answer to that question. Um because speaking of a recession, I think there's so many catalysts. I, I think it's really starting to pour, in. Boy, yeah. Yeah hopefully earnings will keep everything okay. But this is the start of earnings season, right?
1: This Thursday, Friday. Bro, it's, a, it's a stacked It's a stacked weekend.
0: Yeah, and earnings always start with financials, right? So 14th, a bunch of banks come out. 15th, a bunch of banks come out. 18th, the next week, a bunch of banks come out. So yeah, uh, I'd be shocked if they didn't forecast a much weaker Q3 and a much weaker Q4. And I think a lot of that has to do with what's going on not in the US. Yeah, so here's this so, really, so here I guess
1: so if we're, we're going to yeah. look at the earnings before we jump on anything else. The earnings from Thursday, um some big ones, these are two or three I'd look at. Mm-hmm. Um actually four I really want to look at. I'd look at one, JP Morgan Chase is is yep. reporting, Conagra. is huge. That's which will which, a big we'll, one which, on which Thursday. goes into what we're about to talk about. Um mm-hmm. Morgan Stanley and Taiwanese semiconductor manufacturing yeah. TSM. So those yeah. are Thursday, and then Friday. Wells, Wells Fargo, Uni- City United, U.S. Yeah. Bank. Uh, yeah, what is it? Fargo, U.S. Bank, Mellon. PNC, Citigroup, Bank of New York Mellon, of, yeah. States State Street, and State then. Street, yeah. um, United, I think United Health does too. United
0: Health does, does on Monday, but then like and that, and, on and Friday, we'll, and we'll but, see how yeah. they
1: start to re. And we'll see. I'd want to look at them to see kind of how yeah. how they're reacting to uh, new things. Yeah. But, so, um, so I
0: mean, yeah. So, like end of this week into early next week big week for bank earnings.
1: So expect, so expect continued volatility oh, um, God, for yeah. those reasons, as well, well as well. Well, because of two tech earnings, which is the most
0: <laughs> like the vast. I mean, that's the bulk of the markets. Tech earnings, Monday, the 25th, that week. So July 25th, that week, which also happens to be when the Fed's meeting. It's also mm-hmm. GDP. I mean, what a week that week is. Uh, that's Microsoft, Google, Apple's later that week. It's I think, I think it's on Thursday the 28th that week. That's a Huge week. I mean, Amazon's that week, too. So, yeah, Facebook, and, and Amazon geez, will be kind of yeah. that. Well, um, Amazon, I think, is a tell, is a tall tale sign of like the global supply chain, which I think, I mean, we all know what's going on there with the protests well, in Europe. Oof, I mean, my God. Can right. you imagine can you yeah, I mean can you imagine how, how do you forecast for that? Like it, well, you got, you got you a bunch
1: of, you got a bunch of issues if you're Europe. So the first thing I guess you're looking at if you're Europe is the fact that for the hundred last 100 plus days there's been an armed conflict between two absolutely massive agricultural producers yeah um, in in Russia and Ukraine and um yeah. one of those countries also produces a huge amount of your energy via natural gas and a lot of that natural gas travels on pipelines yeah. through the and, other and, country well, and so that, <laughs> you've got energy and agriculture under extreme pressure yeah and that pipeline is shut off that um, gas inventory
0: storage is the, the eia data came out last thursday and that caused that gas to shoot up
1: mm-hmm. remember? so and, and, and so and so that's why you're seeing things like and i think we talked about this last week but you're seeing like germany starting to refire its coal plants like it's turning them back on. It's getting them running again. Because yeah. they've realized, like, no, we what else are they gonna do? We, we <laughs> have to energy is necessary, so we have to do something. Yeah. Um, they're taking the they're taking the long-term approach too. They're expanding their ability to import natural gas from other yeah. from Not other uh, origins. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a solution, but that'll take time. Um and of yeah, course a lot of time. it doesn't help that you've still got what, what is the, it, the 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 second and, and second third. and fourth, second and third countries and third, for, for for agricultural exports are both facing uh, farmer farming protests. Yeah, this right is now. this is the Which,
0: big like I, I don't know why no like I I watched CNBC all week last week not one word about this. And it's the, the Dutch farming protest, which is, I mean, this, how do you not talk about this? I don't understand well, how I this Well, I not, think it's because if you're right.
1: CNBC, you look at it from the perspective of we're not importing a whole lot of Dutch food into the US. So it's not like it's going to affect- Yeah, so know. I guess and maybe- Let yeah, yeah, so me rephrase this. I rephrase yeah, so yeah, so CNBC it Europe. Is on, yeah. It is on yeah. CNBC. It's just on CNBC yeah. between about 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> so it's- When I'm watching it when you're Yeah,
0: so my bad. I guess I wasn't watching the correct bureau of CNBC, but yes, the European Bureau of CNBC I'm sure they've been. Hopefully, they've been reporting the heck out of this, but I mean, this Absolutely. is massive news. Like, I don't understand how. Like, we should be talking about this because if net, if commodity prices it, go up over there, it goes up everywhere else.
1: Yeah, it goes everywhere else because the gap has to be met, has to be filled, and while the U.S. farmer may or may not enjoy that, it's, yeah. it's going to occur. No, so, so what's happened there? If, if you're not paying attention, or if you have not, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't been, this isn't where you're looking at. Is Let's that start off in the in, Netherlands. In, right, in, in, just... the, in the Netherlands, that there's been an increase in demands on curbing emissions, it's greenhouse a, gas emissions, mainly specifically.
0: Mainly nitrogen. Mainly nitrogen and but, ammonia. But nitrogen, Those are the two ammonia. ones. Not and that and I know so anything about nitrogen or, or ammonia. I'm mean, not sure. So, so what I, like,
1: and so what these this this push is um, regulating things, especially in um, especially in agriculture specifically, yeah. but in livestock agriculture. And so it's affecting a yeah. huge number of smaller, um, smaller ranchers or smaller, smaller farmers who handle livestock. So it's you're, yeah. you're, you're seeing these farmers get starting to get pushed and squeezed by the fact that they're being disproportionately affected. Yeah. Well, um, usually whenever these things these happen,
0: costs. whenever there's like some sort of regulation that says, okay, we need less of this and more of this, and you guys can't emit this much of this or that. Whatever it is, it always hurts the little, the smaller farming businesses. It usually hits them because they don't have the scale or scope that the bigger yeah. guys do. It hits, the, so. it hits
1: them first and it hits them harder, right? And so often yes. you see consolidation come after that. Uh, so, that, yeah. so that's so that's what's happening there. So then on so then the, the German neighbors kind of went. Uh, the German agricultural producers, the their farming neighbors, mm-hmm. jumped on board and, and joined protests as well. And they because they've been there's been a push in Germany that essentially um, towards renewable in um, well, it's, towards more renewable energy and, and certain other credits. Yeah, a lot of this is also the, affecting their farmers.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of this was done by the EU. So the EU kind of had this policy like the. I don't know how to say it. It's like some sort of new breed language. The Natura, whatever, what, that some policy in the EU that said there's conservation land, which what they basically want is this, to reduce nitrogen and ammonia Emissions or something like that by uh, by fifty percent by twenty twenty by twenty thirty or something like that. I think that's what it is. Germany might be twenty twenty five though.
1: Yeah. So so Germany has this right now. They're trying to essentially double the amount of. Um, renewable energy um, by 2025 and to do that it is leading to increased cost to farmers and so you now you're starting to see yeah. farmers in yeah yeah so, so, so the Germans are, are sitting here very Well, angry. a lot of these rules too um, are
0: like how close are you to these reserves like how close is your farm is your land to these reserves that they're trying to protect and you know this I think this law was put in place in 2019 uh, by the EU I'm I, I don't know for sure but that's I, I watched something not too long ago that, so, I, so the yeah, so the I issue think.
1: in Germany is that there is that what they're seeing is they're not enough in German farmers' minds not enough support for biogas, which um, huh. is something that 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 the farmers biogas being um, right something that they they consume and also produce, right. and so in that they're saying essentially you're not allowing us to you're not giving us enough support, and during a time of extreme economic hardship in the energy sector, that doesn't make it simply does not make sense when it comes yes. to the Netherlands, and we talk about it's it's affecting their. Their ranchers and their ability to produce in their livestock industry. um, It's not just like it's going to affect five or six percent. Some estimates are suggesting that up to thirty percent of livestock farmers in the Netherlands would be unable to continue should these things move forward. So when you start to look at one one, one in three persons of all of that, that's that's a problem. Yeah. To put it mildly. Well, I mean, essentially Um, these regulations.
0: First of all, they say you can't produce as much, which makes it tougher for them to break even you know, if you can't produce as much stuff, like, you know, for instance, if I can only produce three beers instead of six, make up for that lost revenue, I have to charge more for these three beers. And not to mention the commodities markets, believe it or not, is an auction. Like it's it's like anything else. It's the entire marketplace, the global marketplace is an auction. So when there's fewer supply, that's always going to drive up prices, no matter what. Um And if these regulations are saying, hey, you can't produce as much or it's making it harder for these farmers to produce as much. It's going to drive up prices. Absolutely. So That's- because of that, they, they've they been protesting. I mean, essentially, the nature of the protest is, and I'll be dead honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of the way they're protesting. I, I totally understand where they're coming from. But what they're doing is they're blocking highways. They're blocking um I mean essentially what they're doing is they're making it tougher yeah. for the
1: global supply they're, chain to actually they're, they're they're doing what kind of all protests do, which is to say that they're out and they're inconveniencing people in order to yeah, bring, I mean, bring light to the fact that that they have a that they have a grievance right um, and and while you know you go back and forth, I think that I, I believe that protest is, le- I believe that protest is legitimate. Yes. And that. Um, well, and I'm, yeah, uh, I'm all protest. for the right to protest.
0: I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. right. So it, um, that being
1: said, like I, you, you run a risk when you, when you protest in these manners of disrupting uh, critical trade and supply chains and also alienating people against you. Yeah, but if exactly. You're, if you're one of those 30% of, of uh, Dutch farmers who's going to lose their livelihood, well, you don't got anything, you, don't, you have nothing to lose. So go yeah, for it. Yeah. Like, I'd rather exactly. be hated. I'd rather be hated, but still have my livelihood, then people be absolutely indifferent to me and, and have lost everything. Yeah. And I don't think there's anyone who'd really, who would really go the other way on that.
0: Yeah. Way. And I, th- so, and I think that's where they're coming from is this, you know, like a lot of these guys are just saying like, I, I can't afford to be operational. It just doesn't make any yeah, if sense. I do this, me. I,
1: if I do this, I can't afford to mm-hmm. exist. And, and then the yeah. question becomes, is, okay, well, then what are you going to do when you see th- when you have 30% less animal products? Yeah. What's that going to do to us? The number The number two exporter agricultural products, you know, they export $79.5 billion a year. What happens I thought it was about, I
0: thought it was a hundred billion or, or closer to a hundred billion. I thought it was like 92 billion or something uh, like there, that. So there's 79. Uh, a,
1: so um oh what the US, the U.S. is about 120. Cause I thought that um, um, like I 2021, saw, so I guess it's December. Okay, Numbers okay. I'm looking at are from December of 2021. Oh, okay, cause I thought and it was closer the, to a hundred billion. The but, United States at about 118 billion in agricultural exports a year, in, in, in a year okay. or in that year. Uh, the Netherlands 79, Germany 70.8, France 68. Brazil, 55. So that's agricultural
0: exports. Well, on top of that, too, I mean, you know, a lot of it is also fertilizer. They don't like, uh, there's a lot of regulation on fertilizer. So you have to reduce, you know, when you don't have, when you can't get as much fertilizer because it's too expensive, you you can't grow as much. Your yield,
1: your crop yield is less. Yeah, And while that may have... Well, there may be some benefits to, to that. It also, it, it's less beneficial to the individual farmer and it's also less beneficial to food prices. And, yeah. and, 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 uh, and so just to kind of round out what's happening there, we're also seeing, I mean, the, the fisher, fishermen, the fishermen, fishermen the long yeah. have, have joined in if they've decided they're not going to, um, that they're going to well, kind of block. Some, yeah. Cause I think in um, the same
0: regulation, they said your, your boats, like the boats that you guys are using to fish are, are too, they consume too much. I guess um, they produce
1: too much CO2. Yeah. They so that they need to upgrade CO2. their boats and, um, a lot of them lot can't, can't afford to so it's one of those things yeah. where it's like great um this is all this is all well and good in in concept and in in, and, right, in but, theory but but you have to you have to give us help for the actual application or the yeah. or you will see a decrease in co2 emissions but it's because you will have fewer people fishing so it's like you're also yeah. going to see a, a loss of economic output
0: um, yeah going hand in hand with that and this is just so inconvenient because it's in the middle of a food crisis already a lot of countries and the opening
1: stages of food crisis in many countries yeah by.
0: Which ironically, you know, like, I think a lot of the food crises, crises, whatever it is, crises, are yeah. go, and the food crises, plural for crisis, right? Crises. Cr- it's one whatever. crisis,
1: multiple crises. Okay.
0: Sorry. Yeah. English is my second language. Okay. So I, bear with me here on that one, but uh, it really is. I swear.
1: Um, but in the
0: midst of a global food crisis, I mean, you know, a lot of people want to argue it's caused by global warming. So that's kind of the irony of this, right? Yeah, like, the, the, the very
1: actions that are being taken yeah. to prevent or lessen the the effects of climate change. So that we don't have a food crisis, so we don't have multiple right. food crises in the future, are causing one now, right? Because it's and in the end, my view is it's it's been poorly considered, poorly thought through, and so right. They, but there was a lot of pressure to, to get it um, to get
0: it passed, and I think it's yeah, really, Now, you know, now you
1: have to make it work, and that's the yeah. critical thing: is you have to actually make it work.
0: Yeah, um, but but I think but, it was. I, I think the problem with it was you know whatever was passed in 2019, I think it was just rushed like that's what legislation isn't
1: you know, isn't, not, you know <laughs> if you if you wait to, and, and 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 here's my thing and i'll and i'll say this about and this is this is true of any any political system i have living witnessed if you don't pass any laws or any legislation until it's perfect you're not getting any you're not passing anything yeah you, it's,
0: gonna it's done. never gonna get so done, you just need but. to
1: so pass like so pass the best thing you possibly can yeah and, and folks and and i and and i well, I, admo- at this point, I admonish specifically the u.s the U.S. political system—you do then have to go back and improve it as time goes on. You can't just let it yeah. go.
0: Yeah, but so there's that. Uh. I mean, yeah. So I mean, the, the fishermen have come along. You know, sorry to just end that conversation, but uh,
1: yeah. I just didn't want—I just Good. didn't want to go down that rabbit
0: hole. But yeah, I, I mean, absolutely understand. Yeah, but the the fishermen joined along, uh, kind of for the same reasons. And then on top of that, I think India and Poland—they're also protesting too, kind of in the same manner. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're blocking anything, and I don't think it's as severe as the Dutch. I mean, this is like, a, you know, no. I don't think it's a third of the Polish workforce or a third of the Indian workforce that's going in doing no, that. I, so I you think know? that
1: what you're seeing is if you're seeing the, um, that Poland is also going to be under this kind of same EU umbrella, these same EU mm-hmm. issues. They, they may be seeing less effects on already built infrastructure and assets, so that's, they, they might not be right. quite so hard done by. By this but they're but they' they're certainly going to be upset India is also th- their farmers are protesting and we've talked about some of the reasons so there's an export ban on grain yes. there are mul- there are multiple things where we're seeing constraints yeah. and kind of price controls that are affecting the farmers there so they're so they're sitting here going hey yeah well, what I know, said India is protesting
0: I don't mean they're protesting for the same reasons as the Dutch no they're they are protesting
1: you know? for they're protesting for different reasons but it's the same reason in the but, end is it affects my bottom line and it hurts my business um yeah, but it's well, it's, it's okay, but it's yeah. the causation <laughs> of that is different yeah but
0: essentially look, like, what does this do to commodity prices around the world? Luckily for us, in the last couple of weeks, commodity prices have cooled off a little bit. But a uh, time, they're you know, about the, they're to they're
1: about f- to the uncool, dude. If I had to, if expression. I had to
0: forecast the outcome of this, it's not going to be good for commodity prices. I'm not saying go long commodity futures right now. Not financial yeah. advice. I just say I don't. Saying, I don't see this as calming, calming yeah. the prices as we as we move it's forward. It's very much tiny supply. It's yeah. And if you that. want
1: a perfect example of that, we just need to take a hop, skip, and a jump mm-hmm. over right next to India, right to next the, in India. to the, an island to the, to the, the nation south, to, the, the to the southeast of, of that of the subcontinent, and it's the yeah. lovely nation of Sri Lanka. For this those yeah. of you yeah. and still using your is, old encyclopedias really or your old atlases, um, the island of Ceylon. Yeah, and this is actually really sad. I mean, this is this
0: is sadder than the Dutch farmer protests. This is well, and respect. This is,
1: this is a, so it started with, um, well, it, oh boy, where did it start? Did um, it Sri Lanka has got a lot of problems. One of the more recent ones specifically in agriculture is that they also passed some laws, passed some, uh, they had, they took action to reduce the amount of fertilizer being used in their agricultural products, which caused yeah. a pretty substantial decrease in the amount of rice being produced on the island. And so they began to import, I think it was, I saw 600,000 tons of rice to meet the caloric needs of the people, right? In other words, for the people to eat, right? So it's not like this is a it's not like it's, they've stopped producing an input good into a different product. So like they cut back mm-hmm. on sugar to make soda. You no, know, they cut back, they cut back on rice, which is the base ingredient. It's the, yeah. a staple of the diet of the people. And they didn't make um, it up for
0: anywhere else. So it was just, yeah, they so cut it's back on rice. It's, it. just, it's now being yeah. imported.
1: And. This coming in with several other factors, right? So, Ceylon- so, so Sri Lanka is an island, which means yeah. that everything has to come in by plane or by boat. You can't, you can't drive um, it And the it is truck, very yeah. inefficient to move heavy things by plane. So it has to come in by boat. Yeah, i.e. I tons of rice. Yeah. I.e. tons of rice, i.e. fuel. Mm-hmm. And, which they import a lot of fuel as well. Yep, so so it, so Sri Lanka is a um, an island that has a population of twenty-two million people and is roughly the size of West Virginia. Same bigger same than, square foot of uh, West Virginia. It's about eighty sli- percent the size of Maine, the state of Maine yeah. in the U.S. And it's got twenty-two million um, people, so it's about the so, population of Florida. So the population of Virginia. Florida. Yeah. And so so now think about that. So you got the population of Florida in about four-fifths the size of the state of Maine. Um, yeah. On the plus side, it is in a warm climate, so it doesn't get yeah. overly cold in the winter, so you don't have to worry about that specifically like you would in Maine. Yeah, but it's also but, on an island, so... But it's also on an island, right? So so when you when you can't produce enough food and you're having to import food and you and, have to import fuel... Oil and oil and and really a lot of your other goods and you're you become very dependent on that export of your agricultural good and then you stop using fertilizer or as much fertilizer yeah that becomes an economic problem yeah but
0: also what happens when you when you go broke i don't know first of all how did they go broke okay so well
1: so let's let's kind of explore let's take a let's take a a shallow dive into Sri Lankan economics. One of the first places yeah. you never invest your money is in a um, is in a country that is politically unstable. Oh, I would yeah, strongly advise against, and, and you know, not financial advice, but I uh, should go without saying, is you really <laughs> shouldn't invest your money in nations that are currently being. I mean, you can't legally, in some cases, in current nations that are currently being sanctioned, uh-huh. in nations that are currently at war, in a nations no, that
0: are. Um, I would not buy any Russian assets. Let's just say that, yeah, and a nation, if you want to.
1: I mean and you can legally out. do so knock yourself out well, um, I, and I and and you yeah. also don't do it in nations that are politically unstable right so yeah. so you don't you don't invest in a country where the government hold on power is tenuous and mm-hmm. sri lanka had a, a civil war that lasted oh, 27 right. years it ended in 2009 yeah. right so but it, but it lasted longer than two decades and so in 2009 civil war ends the government uh, reasserts control over the whole island and it, it and it begins uh, to improve the lives of people and to defend uh, out honest war is expensive so that there's yeah. a lot of debt from that they got to a point and this is lovely where Tourism was actually growing. And so you had Sri Lankan agriculture, but you had tourism, which was really helping them pay yeah, their debt, does. helping yeah. them expand their economy, helping them. Uh, so, so you had a country that was really on the up and up. Um, you know, it, 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 let's be fair, it, it, nearly 30 years of bad. Coming out of the you Yeah, you've, got, you've yeah. got good things coming and, and, and everything. And things are improving. Things are getting better. Well, boy, right. um, what happened in 2020 that could damage Tourism. tourism? I couldn't go away. Anything. It did. So suddenly <laughs> you have a year of no tourism, actually more like two years of no tourism. So you have no tourism. Yeah. So you see all that go away so that there's no growth. There's no money coming in. And then you see just the a nation that is dependent on imports because, you know, and so it's operating in a deficit. But it's a country that also like,
0: I mean, because of the Civil War, it was I mean, it's like it had huge reserves.
1: No, so. no. And so that's and so that's where we end up in this in this position where. They spend their cash reserves to, so they've, they've realized they realized there was a problem earlier this year. Um, a new government came in, I want to say in may. Um, or in March, a new prime minister, a new, pre- uh, new prime minister comes in. He understands that he's got a very serious problem ahead of him economically, and he starts the process of trying to deal with it. They begin certain austerity, but to survive, they start to spend all their foreign currency what are they, reserves.
0: Why did they perform austerity? Was it just because they well, they, they have fifty one billion dollars in debt, and they did, um, or were they holding? They like, had, they they owed. Okay, so they owed fifty one billion. But like, so on the other side of that, did they? How much money did they lend? I really or so, so I'm out? not, I'm not 100%
1: cheap. certain. There's it, it, multiple things, right? So yeah, well, and, and it's not that guy. Yeah, you, you, guy don't, the, you don't want to
0: lend did lend out a lot of money. So yeah, you don't you want know. the full
1: book report. Um, yeah. I, I can't see I can't see that they've been buying a whole lot of foreign debt or, or loaning money out. The real issue that they've got is that oh, their okay. debt to GDP ratio has been increasing steadily since 2010. Right, so they've been incurring uh, yeah, borrowing and, more and more yeah. money. Well, join and the GDP, Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but yes. I will it yes, um, <laughs> they ran into a few issues. So like on the one hand, I think there was legitimate like India. So India was legitimately trying to help them. So um, loan deferrals, credit lines, yeah. um, 2.4 billion in currency swaps. Right. So yeah. oh, India has tried to prop them up at the same time as um, as China the, has rolled in. But what about the IMF? And, and has the IMF, I mean, it's too, it's too late for the IMF. It's too, to yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a little late at this point. Um, the IMF has been involved historically. The issue though is that was it a chinese say well is one well, sri lanka just there's a lot of mismanagement lack of clarity let's just call it corruption and <laughs> yeah. and, leave, and leave it there yeah. or misgovernance, I guess. I guess way. it's kind of one um, and the same thing. So some things, they, some some mistakes yeah. they made is they, uh, a pretty big one is that they, is, is that, yeah, they borrowed money from China. That's the big one is that they, yeah, is well, that they I, ended up huge loans from China in order to, well, That's what they call it, the Chinese debt uh, trap.
0: Like, like you said earlier. They do call it the Chinese so, debt trap. So, so here's a big know. one. So
1: China loaned the money to uh, to try and expand um, agriculture. And in, and in the end now, what they've done is that they, uh, they have leased Habantota and Colombo to buy China for a hundred years, right? So the ports the oh ports there. Yeah. China's now well, the second largest, the, the second largest lender. holds ten percent of Sri Lanka's outstanding debt. Yeah. Right? And, and, that and, tw- and that was in and that was in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Right? So that's before this. Well, and, and
0: that's the thing is like a lot of times China I mean we talked about how much China like their Chinese state banks have been acting like loan sharks where if you don't pay them back or if you are gonna be late or default on a on a payment, they're gonna go in there and bankroll you and they have the ammunition to do so. Yeah though,
1: they they come they come in to help you solve your small problems so that they can and say well now we want this port we want to run this port. yeah it's like wait what? exactly so they want they want yeah, to want they want to undercut bridge. they want yeah. to save you now so they can yeah. undercut you later exactly so i mean and that's so, like so the here's most how here's how china thing. operates it's not it's not even just that they're loan sharks because i mean we know they are but then yeah. who isn't right of course the guys in that yeah. industry aren't, aren't savory right on. it's more like they're more like crassus in ancient rome he would show up with it he owned the fire brigade and so he'd show up at a burning house and he'd offer people fire insurance or he'd offer to buy the property, right, at an extremely low price or yeah. he'd let it burn down. In this case, they're kind of doing a little bit of both. Well, you know yeah, I mean? in this case, they're also they it also just, happen to have is, sent someone out earlier in the day to set the fire. Yeah, just, um, just in Sri Lanka's case. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, that's that. Yeah. That's, but, but, but Sri Lanka's got I mean, they've got some very serious problems. There. Yeah, the like, presidential I mean, palace has been invaded. Or I say invaded has been. Taken over by by protesters, the president is no yeah. longer there. The prime minister and the president have both agreed to resign their right. posts and once there's once there's a new leadership in yeah, place. Yeah, but, so but let's let's talk, but
0: like even on like a more like let's go let's see what's happened on the ground floor. A lot of people are skipping mm-hmm. meals. A lot of people have ditched cars.
1: Yeah, you can't drive unless it's an emergency, unless it's a emergency um, response no vehicle, because there's, no there's no fuel. Yeah, because um, the next shipment of fuel comes in. I think they already paid
0: for it, but the next shipment of fuel comes in what 20, next week. Yeah, it's next week. It's, it's, it's either July 20th. 20... It's the 22nd. Oh, it's the 22nd it so comes again yeah, in 2 weeks. So not
1: this coming yeah. Friday, but next Friday. But but even then, so. um, how are they paying for any fuel after that? They don't have any foreign currency reserves. They've been totally exhausted. The Prime Minister came out and he said at this point Sri Lanka is bankrupt. Yep. There's no money. There's no there's no way out. And yeah. they've talked to the IMF. They've talked to they've talked to them and the IMF has essentially said uh, they have looked at it and they said they've said you have so much so much in liability. We we don't understand we don't think you have any ability to pay. I don't know what's going to happen. To be fair, I don't know. What's I think happen with either. political instability, the the fear would be if you're India specifically, is that you see a um, a collapse of central authority because then you have a humanitarian crisis on your border, an economic crisis on your border, and yeah. a, a military crisis if the Chinese decide they really want to take advantage and expand their con- their their. Presence in Sri Lanka, right? And, and, and that's the thing and, is, like,
0: I think maybe you know, and hopefully it doesn't come to this, but maybe China goes in there and says, "Hey, we'll be your saving grace. We'll do this, that, and the other for you, and we'll rescue your economy in exchange for the unimaginable," right? Yeah, so, and it's it's something hopefully that hopefully it doesn't go there, but you know, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't I mean, shock me either because um, I mean, look look at their options right now. Like anything, like I think the West is kind of well, the IMF, like, the World
1: Bank. Like these are who we turn to in times like this. too yeah, but they're gonna run. be too
0: slow and they won't be able to put oh, yeah. up a fire in time. Well, the IMF is right? already there, but
1: the IMF is saying like there's not really a viable option. Uh, they're negotiating, and I'm sure there'll be yeah. a, a pretty austere option. But if the, but, but if there but, is but, a viable
0: option from the IMF, it's it's just it's gonna take too long. Um, it, it's not even gonna put the bandit on the issue. You know, uh, yeah, so, no, it's it's a problem. It's it's a, Yeah, so I mean, you know, the, the global food shortage, in case people are wondering how severe it's gotten, I mean, this this is where we're at. The supply chain issue has gotten to this point. Yeah, in right? some places so, in some
1: places you're seeing that that there are nations that now have that are now in pretty extreme i mean you know there have always been nations that or parts of or groups of people in nations that have been in extreme food insecurity but now you're seeing Yes. Whole nations. An entire. An, an, like, an entire nation, with with that. And it's, yeah,
0: yeah. I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen to them. I, I hope, you know, God, I hope. I, I don't know. I think you'll I, mean, I think
1: you'll have to see some sort of bailout. I think you will see food getting sent right. to at least alleviate the humanitarian issues. But the economic one is that looking at it from an accounting perspective, I, I understand where the IMF and the World Bank guys are yeah. sitting here and saying, I, I, I fundamentally do not know. Based on the way your economy operates, whether or not you can service any of your debt, whether whether you can,
0: yeah, how how this would work. So it's like someone that doesn't have a job, and they're like, "Okay, I need a loan for something." Yeah, it's like, it's like well, well, you have right. no
1: assets, and you have no, you have future no revenue, cash flows. So, yeah, you have no cash I flows. What do I you mean, I look you know? at you, and you're a bad bet. I'm not going to get paid back, so yeah. I I will pass. And it's harsh. It's it's harsh from the perspective of
0: the IMF to do that. Yeah, but generally speaking.
1: And I this is the moral of the story: is of looking whoever whoever comes to swing in, whoever comes in to try and help. Um, and it's this, this: is the offer you so good to be true? It is. Mm-hmm. So Beijing, yeah, yeah. and your offer, and exactly.
0: So hopefully it's not China because I, I, I mean, China has been taking advantage of a bunch of developing countries, namely in Africa. But I didn't know Sri Lanka was on the list. Me hearing about this, this makes so much sense. But yeah, I mean, this, like, you know, I hate to bum everybody out, but, uh, you know, this is kind of what's going on around the world right now. I mean, we've we got yeah. Dutch farm protesters, fishermen have joined in, Germans, Polish, you know, they've all joined into that protest. Then it's going to be good for food prices. Then it's going to be good for livestock prices. Think about everything no. else that's split into. So, like, the meals at your restaurant are going to be more expensive. Um, Whiskey, beer might be more expensive, which is really, I mean, that's hitting it where it hurts.
1: Any, anything that involves grain, which is to say that's the base. So, grain. Whatever their, form you're looking at it is the is a basic underpinning food staple of almost everywhere on earth. Yeah, but even like, like, so ethanol, it's go- like so it's, I mean if that, yeah. like,
0: think about what else it's in. I mean, and fish is gonna be more expensive. Not like as if mm-hmm. sushi was wasn't expensive enough as it
1: is. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And it's it's like I mean, I mean and so and so while while we we are seeing that kind of increase in prices and that danger, there's also I mean if the other danger of political instability is volatility in your markets. Now, obviously, Sri Lankan markets, I mean, are going are to hit absolute lows. Yeah. Anyone with exposure to them is going to be hurt. But yep. to jump back across the world into Europe… You yeah. Know, Boris, Boris Johnson announced yes, a, the retirement. The it's really a retirement that's not really a retirement. He's resigned as the head of the of the Tory Party in the UK, which means he's which means he's no longer in charge there, and he's announced he's resigning as Prime Minister but as I, soon I, as I, they as soon as they pick a new leader, which could take three months. And so it's one of those things where it's like, no, resign and get out because every day well, that so you sit there,
0: who, who's acting as Prime Minister in the UK right now? Well, he is.
1: So he hasn't resigned. So, is, he's resigned, but okay, he's not gone. But, so it's it's, well, it's it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, I'll I'll go when you have the next guy. Why don't you just resign and let Dominic Robb, so the the, the assistant prime minister, the um, deputy prime minister, rather, right. let him take over as, as acting prime minister until a new leader is selected to take place? Yeah, the, the, which is the purpose of the deputy prime minister. Yeah, I, I, but, but, this, my, this is based off of a very limited knowledge base on
0: the you know UK politics, but I don't know I don't know Boris very much. I don't know Bojo and his politics very much. All I know is that it seems like he's got no political identity. He he,
1: he wants to be. His, he like, he's always wanted to be the prime minister for being just for the sake of being prime minister I know but like the thing is so he's a conservative guy uh, at least he claims
0: to be conservative he's so wishy-washy it just seems like he's got no political integrity so
1: like I mean he's like he's like both you, he, you know he very mean? much seems like so, he'll,
0: I, just based on the way he votes
1: it's like what to me he's like, always seemed like he's someone you know, who'll do anything to, to further his own personal interests that's what I mean so, and like, that's it and no, that's his political so identity he's got is. no political <laughs> integrity
0: so um, and he managed to PM over there. And I could be wrong. Hopefully there's some English bloke. Hopefully there is. Uh that's listening to this and can be like, yo, dude, um, tips the whiskey and goes, Hey, uh, no, this is actually what Bojo's like. I, I mean, I don't know. This is a guess. Um, um But yeah, my, but, my, my my view, I guess, were just kinda uh, yeah <sighs> nobody like even like nobody from the
1: UK Conservative Party is like
0: Oh, no, you know, like hes yeah, they're well,
1: they're all sitting here going
0: enough so- is enough, and it seems like
1: he's been <laughs> yeah, oh, it, to like- be honest he's he's in the last three years, he's just been scandal after scandal after scandal. And so it's oh, one yeah. of those things where you're like, well, gee, I, who saw that coming yeah. but but just, with that same yeah. kind of thing, which is to say, I mean, obviously, I know why he hasn't fully resigned. once he fully resigns, he's he's not prime minister anymore. He's out of the limelight, he's out of the works and he's and he's done he's he's probably done. Um, And if he stays in 10 Downing Street and when they come to the party election in two months, three months time, maybe in his brain, he's probably thinking maybe everyone else will be will be so bad that people will look at me and forgive me and go, actually, no, we'll reelect you and you can stay. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what he's I think that's what he's hoping for. Yeah. Having um, having said that, you know, right now you've got a a prime minister who has said he intends to resign in two months or whatever. but isn't actually going to resign now so he's is a self-declared lame duck and um and i think that if you if you're the uk markets you look at that and you just go what is happening right like, and you just you just prepare for volatility you prepare for wild swings and volatility because you don't know what mm-hmm. he's going to do because if historically you would have thought okay johnson will be constrained by his ministers well, he wasn't constrained by them in the past. So why would he be constrained by the new slate of, of, of ministers right, yeah. that come in cabinet members who come in? It's like as a bartender saying that guy who walks in every Thursday at 7.32 p.m. does six shots and then tries to fight whoever's working behind the bar. Maybe he won't this time because it's a new bartender. Yes, Wasn't was, a new bartender last time? Yes, yeah. it was. Well, then why would this time so be different? I, so and That's right?
0: the thing is, like you know, there is going to be a lot of instability because of everything that's because going of, on because overseas. of Brexit,
1: Northern Ireland border, who, food who's insecurity, who's fuel getting, insecurity, and now and now the, ass, and now who yeah. is in charge? So the UK doesn't. So the UK is just kind of is exactly like Europe on energy, food, yeah, um, all, all that, and and, and and Brexit, but the added incentive yeah, who's to of who's, who's in charge who's the
0: show because yeah, like the, the markets can actually kind of price in you know okay. The, so based on voting history, this is what we can expect: how you know how their political positions will actually impact the markets. But the fact is, you know, they can't they can't price in because they have no idea who's going to be in charge. Well, I, I was going to say Bejo. is
1: to me the view or my view is it's kind of like markets can price in a decision, markets cannot price in in exactly. decision exactly and whenever there's
0: indecision like what do you do you yeah. de-risk you de-risk de- risk. yeah and how do you de-risk if you're involved in the markets you go to cash Sell. so i go to cash yeah <laughs> exactly so uh so i mean that's you know that's the reason why i don't it wouldn't surprise me if spx goes to 2020 lows i don't see it happening like overnight obviously you know i don't know i i, I don't have like a target date for this uh um, no, i hate i hate to be bearish but you know i just my bullhorns aren't on aren't on anymore they're they're gone and i owe you by the way i you know i'm gonna owe you in a couple of weeks here a it's okay because i owe you so. a shot of bush
1: mills and, and, and was, you owe me a bush, light, bush so, light and so we'll have yes and a bottle of bush mills it's all right so have, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. make it work we'll make it we'll work. work. Um, I guess, uh, which kind of brings us around to some other, yeah. uh, some other news, some other economic news, political news. Oh, hold on, out I, of a, I need to crack a really it's, sad. It's but,
0: uh, so what, yeah. what was the
1: other news that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, no. So it, we back to Asia, because we're jumping all over the place. Um, but former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated uh, while giving a stump speech uh, in Japan for the, the election yeah. that was coming up, or that is coming up, mm-hmm. which... Um, it's a real shame yeah. he was uh he was a really popular guy yes, but he was very popular you in know. japan he um his yeah. his party won um by pretty solid majorities every time um mm-hmm. he he was very he was very popular he was uh he was a japanese guy i don't want say nationalist he was was very civic-minded to, uh you know in japan and he um obviously he wasn't because he was a little more military-minded he was a little he he Presided over an expansion of the of the Japanese Self Defense Force. He was not particularly well, popular. He was,
0: actually, in, he was actually one of the guys that was loved by both part. Not loved, but he was yeah, no, well no one liked by both. Yeah, no one hated the guy. He, well, he one guy like, did. He was
1: Well, yeah, really yeah. did. I mean, um, but, but he
0: wasn't like. I mean, think about the lead, the political leadership here in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, no, he was he was respect he was respected by the parties. He
1: was he was. I guess if you kind of if you if you want a character that's kind of similar, um, John McCain here in the U.S. You might not agree with right. him, but he was on both sides of the aisle. He was respected. Yes. But that was true. So, so not hugely popular in South Korea because their history with Japan, not hugely popular in China because he stood up to them and was not and was not going to told them mm-hmm. no quite often. He made a few comments yeah. about Taiwanese problems being Japanese problems. And yeah. so, you know, he was, he, I, I imagine he's quite popular in Taiwan or was, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, so he, he was, he was shot and killed in mm-hmm. Japan in a, in a startling display of, um, of political yeah. violence. And so that's a real shame. And, um, yeah, that, that's kind of the
0: thing is like, you know, a lot of people want to give it knock on him because I think the GDP for Japan contracted when he was like during his tenure, but I, I, I think that was just pure market conditions, pure economic conditions. Nothing to do with actually what he did. Um, he was very much like you know, let, let's let's have social responsibility, let's have all you know all that stuff, but let's not regulate the markets too much. Let's let the markets be free. He was very much a free market guy.
1: So, so what which, I can say is, yeah. So he he spearheaded this idea of this, this economic revival for Japan. It, it's been called Abenomics, right? So, um yeah, it's it like has his three arrows, arrows or... which were essentially he was going to have a a quantitative easing. So the bank of Japan was going to lower rates. It was going to have government stimulus. So the government stimulus, was going to spend yeah. money. So fiscal stimulus. So it was going to have low rates. Stimulus, money yeah. was being, it was going to be spent. And then it was going to, it was supposed to structurally change the way the economy worked. There was supposed to be structural and societal changes. And, structural reforms, and, yeah. um, and in yeah. doing so, era, it was, yeah. you know, and a lot of people looked at this and they said, this is a very not, this is a very interesting take on, um, on reflation is kind of what they called it because right so japan had a, had deflationary issues going into that mm-hmm. and so it, um the first two seem to have worked really really well because under under all by the uh under his leadership uh the debt to gdp um stabilized for the first time in several decades uh, uh-huh. Let's see. So yeah, and huge, during his because he huge, so he had yeah. two stints as prime minister. The first stint he resigned because of illness he had. Um, yeah. And then when he was reelected in 2010, he's the longest-serving prime minister in Japanese history. So between 2015 and 2017, they saw eight quarters of consecutive yeah. positive growth, which was the longest streak in Japan in 30 years. Right. So so his policies worked. Perhaps not as well as people had hoped, or or he had hoped, but they worked um I know that the first two certainly did the structural reform that he was gunning for apparently was not as effective as, as was yeah. touted or expected this idea that I mean even looking back a lot of a lot of economists look back on on abenomics and 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 his attempt on Japan to to reform Japan and push it forward economically and they said that look lack of progress here um because you know, they're saying inflation is still non existent in Japan Government debt, however, is much higher. Japan's trade barriers and corporate right. governments re- remain intractable. They did not change structurally. Their interest rates
0: are so low too. They so are, and, and but no. what they
1: said, but going on, they say this wasn't his fault. This wasn't his failure to um, that his plan wasn't wrong. It was that he was unable to overcome the entrenched domestic interests and government inertia. He couldn't get everyone yeah. on board, and so I guess uh, with that in mind. You know where to find us on uh, on on Twitter and the Discord yeah. Instagram Facebook all of them wherever it is if LinkedIn if you if you need to yeah, you know where to find us to find just us want to us ask really fast Dark Dynamics on LinkedIn yeah. What do you guys want and probably not next week but maybe in in 2 weeks or 3 weeks but sometime this summer, would you guys want us to do an Abenomics episode? So it's an in-depth discussion of what his structural reform was, what his economic policies were. I mean, yeah, we, we can certainly do an
0: episode on that. Uh, you know, so I, I want to hear from you guys. Yeah, this we want. That's thing. what we want to know. We want to know. Well, do you guys want that? Do yeah. you,
1: Is that? Do we have no interest? Do we have some interest? I, it,
0: yeah, it's yeah. like there, there are things that we want to talk about. Obviously, like the Dutch farmers and the, yeah. you know stuff like that. We want to talk about that stuff because we want you guys to know that, that this is happening. But at the same time, we want you guys to hear about things that you want to hear about but to so be fair if have an like,
1: opinion if we're, if we're going to be having a discussion we do want to hear back from you we do want to know what you think of yeah. what we're doing and then, yeah, we'll, so for instance, and then we'll we'll yeah, dive exactly. in like, and, and so you know yeah, it's, exactly it's, a conversation is only only fun when you get to have your say too yeah so. i mean we're also not going to shy away from the reality of, eco- of economic conditions we will definitely shy away from yeah. other things
0: <laughs> yeah um, other things yes but uh speaking of which please do not Shy away from our merch. Seriously, I want you guys to look absolutely. Good. So, and, if you check out, uh, yeah. what is it,
1: drunkenomics.myspreadshop.com? So, wow, I know, spot on. Uh, yes. you too can. I'm, ba- well, I'm back in less gracious form. I know, um, yeah, you're nice, man. But, <laughs> um, but you guys can, uh, you guys can look as sharp as we do. You can, just like I'm feeling great back in that less gracious form where I'm feeling like I'm, I'm just pulling it back on, you guys, t- you too can pull on that amazing drunkenomics hoodie, that sweet drunkenomics yes. polo, tank you can take that drunkenomics the- coffee mug. To the yeah. office just let everyone know what you're on about right
0: and if you need the link just DM us we'll send it to you we'll be more than happy absolutely EMS. and then from there if you have too much merch you just, if you want yeah, uh, if much. you want to
1: treat us like Sri Lanka feel <laughs> free to check us out at patreon.com slash oh god <laughs> wow dude you're you so now what the heck? And you could just uh, maybe That's it's amazing rum, well rum is my rum is maybe it's just the rum rum is um, your drink absolutely. you need only drink rum and nothing else not even water just, just
0: rum fair enough <laughs> But uh, lunch, lunch in the morning you need to make a cereal, just put rum in there. Oh, Abri- just- you mean Admiral <laughs> Crunch? I yeah, ag- act like
1: I've never done that before.
0: But yeah, uh, speaking of which, if you want to uh, get a subsidized another Admiral Crunch for James when he's over tomorrow, P-A-T-R-U-N-D-A-T-C-U-M slash ICS. Yeah. Check wow. us out there. I'm you can awesome. join our yeah. other amazing patrons. Yeah, help us uh, keep the lights on. Look it's, your Lights stock, and look your stuff. Um, and the fridge cold,
1: the ice frozen, and um, mm-hmm. you can keep us in. You can keep us in chestnut checkers. You can keep us in. Uh, well, I mean, we'll be. We'll just be saying,
0: not bragging. Um, this time it'll actually get better. I mean, it's like you know, you know, like the end of Life of Brian. It's like always <laughs> look absolutely on. keep us looking on the bright side, guys. So yeah, um, thank you so much but, for drinking along with us. I really appreciate it. Um, I love all you guys, and most importantly, I just my encouragement for you this week is to please do that one thing that that um, I always say. What is it? Uh, oh, stay economical dude! Cheers, my friend. Oh, cheers.